0: Hello, subscribers. This is Joan D. Martin, author of Crime and Punishment, Why the Poor Stay Poor in America. The title of today's post is, Inflation is Going Down, Food Prices Continue to Rise, and More People Are Going Hungry. First, let me start out with a little plug. Although this post goes out to both free and paid subscribers, if you are not already a paid subscriber, why not take the opportunity to upgrade to paid right here and now? Thanks. I'm going to start with a quote from the US Government Accountability Office, otherwise known as the GAO from April 11, 2023. Last year, U.S. consumers saw the largest annual increase in food prices since the 1980s. While food prices generally increased about 2% in prior years, they increased about 11% from 2021 to 2022. Inflation contributed to the increase, but there were other factors, like global disruptions to the food supply chain that may have had a greater impact, and not everyone felt this increase in the same way. End quote You'll notice the government takes what I'll call the traditional approach to explaining rising food prices, citing inflation in general, food supply chain interruptions, and other pandemic-related influences that have increased prices for suppliers. Wallet also doles out a similar explanation and adds increased labor and food production costs and the war in Ukraine to the mix of dark forces that have contributed to the surge in the price of our food. It's no small matter that some workers are finally beginning to earn a decent wage And then they're immediately thrown into the mix of factors, making everyone's food prices soar. By extension, unions, which have fought for over two centuries to get workers a living wage, are the villains, too. Here is how much workers' earnings increased in the last year, adjusted for inflation. And this statistic is from the Economics Daily, otherwise known as TED report, from the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. Quote, From August 15, 2023, real average hourly earnings increased 1.1% from July 2022 to July 2023. Real earnings are earnings that have been adjusted for changes in consumer prices. The change in real average hourly earnings combined with a decrease of 0.9% in the average work week, resulted in a 0.2% increase in real average weekly earnings. End quote. While the traditional reasons given for soaring food costs are legitimate and likely increased costs for those selling ingredients we purchase and use to cook our own food at home and buy already prepared food, These explanations conspicuously omit the companies and their CEOs who are actually making the decisions to raise food prices. I've written about this issue in a previous post from February 2022, but at that time, overall inflation was soaring. Today, inflation has dropped from a high of 9.1% in July 2022 which was the highest in 40 years, to the July 2023 rate of 3.2%, with food costs still increasing. And I'm going to quote from an NBC report from August 9th of this year, quote, food at home prices increased 3.6% over the last 12 months, while food away from home, like at restaurants, Increased 7.1% over that period. End quote. This chart from the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics shows the price fluctuations for major categories of goods for the last 12 months. And I won't read that chart to you, but it's uh, well done. But don't believe me. Here's what Time magazine had to say about the relationship. Between Food Company Profits and Your Soaring Grocery Bills in an article published in April of this year titled, appropriately, How Food Companies' Massive Profits Are Making Your Groceries More Expensive. And a quote from that article, Conagra Brands, one of the largest consumer packaged goods companies in the U.S., announced that it had posted a nearly 60% year-over-year profit increase between December 2022 and February 2023. The Chicago-based company, which makes a long list of grocery staples, including Chef Boyardee Hunt's Slim Jim Ready Whip and Marie Callender's Frozen Meals, reported a net income of $342 million, up from $219 million in the same quarter a year prior. End quote. As an aside, I have never purchased one of the quote-unquote grocery staples produced by ConAgra brands listed above. These ultra-processed foods are not food. Michael Pollan, likely would describe Chef Boyardee, for example, as, and I'm paraphrasing, an edible food product that is more a product of industry than of nature. We do have a choice. Um, The Times article also quotes a tweet from economist and former labor secretary Robert Reich. Quote, follow the money and the story is clear. Food corporations are using inflation- as cover to jack up prices, end quote. And uh, I'm including a chart courtesy of Lon Tweetin from Time Magazine um, that this chart reviews the notable food companies with massive net income increases over the past year. Those companies include, include CalMain Foods, Kraft Heinz, ConAgra Brands, and that's it. (laughs) That's for the chart. Um, But this shameless profiteering does not end with what you purchase at the grocery store. Here are two examples of CEOs of fast food restaurants touting their rising profits while continuing to hide behind inflation as justification to raise their prices as noted in a New York Times piece earlier this year. Quote, McDonald's announced this week, April 29, 2023, that it had strategic menu price increases in the recent quarter. Same-store sales were up 12.6%, and its profit rose 63% from a year earlier, to $1.8 billion. I'm really proud of how our system has executed pricing in light of the double-digit inflation that we have been experiencing. And that is a quote from Christopher J. Kupzynski, chief executive of McDonald's, and he said that on a call with analysts. Mr. Kapsinski did mention, however, that some customers had been cutting back by not adding fries uh, to that order, thus slightly reducing their profit margins. Chipotle, admittedly not a junk food place, they have pretty decent food, chimed in with its spring earnings report saying, quote, I think we've now demonstrated we do have pricing power, Brian Nicole, the chief executive of Chipotle, said on a call with analysts this week, we have a really strong brand and we don't want to be in front of the inflationary environment, but we also don't want to fall behind, End quote. According to the Times article, Chipotle has been raising prices for more than a year and its profits are 84 percent higher. Rising prices at the grocery store and restaurants aren't just affecting those living at or below the poverty line. Today, middle-class families are suffering food insecurity too. According to a recent survey conducted by the non No Kid Hungry, 58 percent of middle-income families reported that they struggled to put food on the table in the past 12 months. That is an astounding number, particularly contrasted with the soaring profits of the food industry during the same time period. And food pantries across the country have experienced a surge in visits this year, as the extra-pandemic food benefits ended amidst rising food prices and overall inflation in fact where i live in central ohio there is a robust food pantry operation called the mid-ohio food collective and it has seen a surge in visits in the last year of over 40 percent the ceo of the mid-ohio food collective called that astounding the collective depends on private donations combined with a state budget allocation which the Ohio State Senate is proposing to cut for this year's budget. Quote, The Food Collective is calling on Ohioans to ask senators to restore food budget funds and not remove the proposed $15 million a year in hunger relief from the proposed two-year 2024-2025 to budget. End quote. Can you imagine being a state senator and voting to cut hunger relief from the state budget? Anyway, please share your thoughts on this unfortunate, confusing situation we find ourselves in. Reductions in federal and state aid to keep people fed, while overall inflation and separately rising food costs fuel food company profits and drive more and more people to food pantries. That is the conundrum we're living through right now. Please comment below. And as always, if you are not already a subscriber, why not take this opportunity to join our community with a free or paid subscription. A new paid subscription or an upgrade from a free to paid subscription will allow me to expand this newsletter with additional primary source information like interviews and public information requests and expanded podcast offerings to include real live guests. Although I won't be going on strike anytime soon, the current TV writer's strike demonstrates that writers deserve to be paid and paid well for their work, just like any other profession. Thank you in advance for your financial support of my writing. As always, thank you for listening and reading Crime and Punishment, Why the Poor Stay Poor in America. See you next time.